Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And welcome back to another episode of the Game Time CT Pick'ems Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Pete Paguaga, and I'm joined this week, like every week, with my partner, Sean Patrick Bowley. Sean, what's going on? I love the opening music, man. What a headbanger. Oh, I got to try and get the people pumped up, you know? I just got to get, like, let's get excited. Yeah. Well, just be part of this gig, man. You just got to wake people up. Exactly. I want to get the people going. You know? Let's go, get them guys. Excited. Let's game, go. We got, yeah, we got a week. Got to go. games to pick. We got a week. So last week we were coming off a crazy week three, and we're like, ah, oh, week four conference play not going to be as crazy. Well, what little did we know? Because last week was wild. All right, no one did well. If we're being completely <laughs> honest, we all picked Bloomfield Berlin one. We all Ugh. picked Cheney Tech Northwest United. Well, that's one. not true. I picked Northwest. The majority, Daddy, baby. Everybody picked Trumbull. Staples won, right? There were some crazy, crazy games. A lot of people picked Brantford. Jonathan Law won. It was crazy. Sean Barker led the way with oh, the, wow. with the best record of seven and three. The boss, the boss. A, don't call it a comeback. And but he only led the way with a seven and three record. A lot of yeah. people six and four and five and five, which I love to see. I love this. Yeah, I don't want nine and ones. I don't want yeah. eight and twos. I want chaos. You're not an easy professor. I'm not. I am not an easy professor. And uh, if you look Don't at the take overall... advantage of Pete, everybody. <laughs> we'll take a look. He'll quick... knock you down. Sorry, <laughs> we'll look at the overall standings. Uh, McNamee leads the way at 28 and 12. Fornabio, 27 and 13. Your boy at 26 and 14. Then you and Stewart at 25 and 14. Brecklin and Erickson, 24 and 16. Morelli, 23 and 17. Barker, 22 and 18. And the eight ball and last at 21 and 19. We're still in the pack. We haven't had that one week where someone, you know, there's been a lot of, not chaos, but a lot of like someone going different. Um, but it's nice to see the pack is starting to uh, pull away. Yeah, nice to have a little separation on eight-way tie for third. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was always, that was a little weird. And as we go with the buys and everything, it's going to be, there's going to be some weird games to pick. And this week is one of them, right? The SC, most of the SEC is on a buy. Most of the FCX on a buy. Most of the SWC is on a buy. So I'll be honest, we have a lot of interesting games to pick that might not stand out. Like, oh my God, we're picking this game, but you know what? We're going to pick it this week because not a lot on the not a lot on the slate. Um, so we're putting our guys in in to you know they don't maybe not know a lot about some of these teams and uh, it could cost for some uh, some chaos this week. I mean. We could be looking at an under 500 winner this week, I think. Oh, man. Let's hope not. <laughs> I hope so. Give me the chaos. All right, Sean, you ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. It's a, it's a bye week, so not all the, the heavyweights you usually hear about are going to be here. But yes, there's a couple of heavyweight games, a couple of heavyweight games, but nothing really crazy. So we're going to start up in the CCC. We got Connor 
two and two going to Simsbury to play the one and three Trojans. Now, this is really interesting. I was taking a look at Simsbury's record. They're one and three, mm-hmm. right? But their three losses are to North Haven, Maloney, and Southington. Oof. I mean, who That's... made their, you know, we joke about Shelton's schedule. Who made Simsbury's schedule? Yeah, I'm sure they're right? loving that. And then you got Connard on the other side. Connard's two and two. They're 0 and 2 in non-conference play. They're 2 and 0 in the CCC. Yeah. So, it's really interesting as we get the conference play. Um, you know, Sean, I'll, I'm, I'm going to pitch to you first. You got the newly named Red Wolves, or we got the Trojans who have a win in the CCC. Oh man, that's a tough call. I mean, I did see Connard play Newington in that crazy game where they had to rally at the end. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, that's a tough call. I mean, Simsbury, I saw them get run over by North Haven on the other side of it. So, I know it's a little, a little bit different. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Connor just because I'll stay consistent here. I'll, I'll just go with Connor. Yeah, um, I'm going to I'm gonna stick with you. I'm going to go with Connor as well. I think uh, I think they're a really good team. I, I feel bad for Simsbury. What they've, you know, kind of opened with in those four games is not fun for anyone. But uh, I'm going to go with Connor. I think the Red Wolves uh, get another win in the CCC and improve. Two, three, and two. All right, our next game. This game used to be circled for any CTC fan a couple of years ago. Bullard Havens versus ATI. And uh, different programs now. Bullard Havens is one and two. ATI is two and one. Uh, Both teams do have out-of-conference wins, though. Bullard Havens beat Bridgeport Central, and ATI beat Bassett. Um, So it's not just CTC, you know, only. uh, These are two teams that played in the alliance. One guy I do want to point out is... uh, Justin Defonce of ATI. I like to call him Justin DeForce. He's uh, one of the top players in the CTC. Chris Pace loves this guy. He is a baller. He's got three touchdown catches this year. He threw for a touchdown pass, and he has a pick. Um, I'm going to go here. I did see Bullard Havens against Thames River. Um, I still think they're getting better under Derek Lewis, but I don't think it's this week. I'm going to go with ATI in this one. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you there. I mean, their only loss really was uh, to Brookfield, right? Yeah, yep. Brookfield, 27-7. That's actually not a terrible showing, Yep. Uh, considering it, it's a public school in the SWC. But, uh, you know, I like ATI versus Bullard Havens, too. I want to get back, uh, getting back and putting get, getting themselves on a nice three-game win streak here. I agree. All right, we got a uh, Pequot. This one of the best games of the weekend, I think. Got 4-0 Cromwell-Portland. I feel like we're picking Cromwell-Portland every weekend. But they got some really good games to start this year. And they're going up to Granby to play the Granby Canton Co-op, who is 3-1. Granby Canton looks good. I mean, yeah. obviously, we talk about Luke Marr, Will uh, Migliaco, I believe his last right, name yeah, is. That's yeah, pretty close. That's my Miliaccio. Italian. Migliaco. Uh, um, but he looks really good. Granby Canton is playing really well. But they're going up against the top dogs in the Pequot, the reigning Class S champions. Do Shonda's. Coach Bennett, Brisson, and the boys, uh, they have enough to go up to Granby Canton and knock them off. You know, I was really impressed with, I saw Cromwell Portland for the first time last week, the, the new version of it. You know, they didn't don't have outside of running back. We've mentioned that, um, you know, but they do have uh, some dudes there. You know, obviously Brisson, throwing the ball around. Ben Fagan, you know, catching TD passes. Emeka um, uh, Yearwood, uh, you know, is just amazing. They've got some athletes, man, but, you know, I, Granby Canton's playing really well right now it's a tough call for me i feel like the whole entire field here is going to go with cromwell portland but i i just can't pull the trigger on it i'm going to go with the panthers 
Yeah, there's a lot of me that wants to go with Grand Buchanan, and I think they do such a good job up there. But until the Panthers are knocked off, I mean, they haven't lost since 2019. Yeah, I don't know. Right? I don't know if this is it. This could be it. Listen, I don't think Grammy. I, North Brantford gave them a run, and if they had their, their running back, we got hurt early. Um, maybe it might have been a different game. I don't know. I, you know, I, it's conjecture. Maybe Grammy has a little something surprise for him. I mean, they've only given up 34 points this year. You know, Cromwell Portland's only given up 13, and one of those was on a kickoff return touchdown. So, uh, anyway, so uh, it should be it should be interesting. Um, but I, I just can't right. I I don't know. I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it either. I'm going with Cromwell Portland as well. Um, but prove us wrong, Granby. That's I, right. They're only three. The 13 points they gave up last week. The first third. I think that was their first touchdown they gave up. Cromwell Portland uh, late in the game uh, by Jack Meehan of North Brave. That was the first touchdown they gave up all year. Oh my god. <laughs> Because it was yeah three straight shutouts. Yeah, and they went to North Brantford. Wow, wow. Yeah, they're playing well, so I don't think it's a terrible pick to, to go with the masses and go with Cromwell Portland. All right, one of the few C, uh, few CCC, one of the few SCC matchups. We got Sheehan and the Fighting Ferrazis going to Bowen Field to play Hillhouse, who is O and four. Um, I tried to spread the love throughout the conferences. Again, a, a thin week. But uh, we haven't been able to actually pick either of these teams yet this year. Um, but I'm going to go with Sheen in this one, just straight up. I'm just going to go with the Titans. Sean, any any added information? No, nah, it looks like Hill House is really struggling this year. Um, I I don't really see. I mean, Sheen's not done as well as maybe we thought they would do. Um, but certainly Hill House has uh, had its struggles. I mean, they've only scored six points in the last three games, and they started off, you know, 27-18, lost to Stratford, but they have not done really well. Granted, it's against Cheshire, good. Middletown's pretty good, and West Haven is excellent. Um, I, I, I feel like Sheen's got this one. I think Hill House is going to have to wait till next week uh, in, a, in a big game with Harding. I agree. All right. So we got a, a nice alliance game, I, I, I would imagine. I don't know how else this game happens, but we got 4-0. The Wilton Warriors heading all the way up to Tolland to play uh, the Eagles of Tolland, who were two and two. This Wilton team, four and zero, maybe not the hardest schedule to open up the year, but when you got twenty-two new starters across the field on both sides of the ball, coming out winning all four games to start the the year. I mean, hats off to to Coach uh, EJ Denunzio. Uh, I think I said it on our work call when Wilton's winning and EJ's dancing after games. It's good for high school football. Um, Wilton's 4-0. This is a big road trip, though, all the <laughs> way up to Tolland. Tolland is not close. No. And, uh, you know, the Eagles, good for the Eagles. They're 2-2 two and, uh, two and two to start the year. Um, Sean, I'll let you go first on this one. Is the bus ride home uh, fun for Wilton? Yeah, going up to Tolland, it's like, uh, go to – it's on the way to Yukon. Right before you get to New Yukon, take a left or, or, or take a uh, left off the exit center right or something like that. Um, that is a trip and a half. I hope that the coach bushes this week. Uh, Wilton, I know they can probably swing it. Um, yeah, not the easiest of schedules. Uh, neither is really has talents. Let's be honest here. Yeah, they Weaver, Lewis Mills, most really Brantford. They lost to Brantford 30 to 14. East Catholic. They lost that game too, 23-21. FCAC in uh, in the the hinterland of the of the CCC. I'll take the FCAC pretty much every time. I'm going. Yeah, I agree. I think the, yeah, this is awesome. This is a surprising 5-0 start. 
good for Wilton. Coach Nanzio is clearly building something there. All right, we got another, um, I guess, Alliance game. We got Stonington, the mm, one the and three Bears, uh, going up to Rocky Hill. Play the two and two. What is Rocky Hill? They're the dogs, right? What are they? They're the Terriers. The Terriers. I knew it was, it was a dog. It just yeah, wasn't like. Motif going on. Yeah, the Rocky Hill Terriers. Uh, Stonington, Rocky Hill. I love Stonington. Um, I just, I'm just such a big like. When we picked them last year, uh, well, we picked their game. Everyone picked against them, but Maggie, and Stonington <laughs> won, and they were just going nuts. I love that. Um, I would love that again, but I'm gonna go with Rocky Hill. I am. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Stonington is there yet. I'm gonna go with the Terriers. Wolf, Wolf. Yeah, the Terriers have been pretty good. Rocky Hill, um, you know, close one with Hartford Public to start the year. Beat. Northwest Catholic, ra- relatively convincing. Loss of Waterford, which has turned out to be pretty good. And then being an EO Smith team that was on a little bit of a roll after losing their opener. Uh, I like I like the Terriers in this one, too. All right. We agree once again. Are we are we agreed on everything here? We've agreed on everything so far to start. Yeah. Um, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> We're all going to go 5-5. Five five. Yeah, probably. Uh, we got another uh, good NVL matchup. We picked one of these teams last week, but we got three and one cross staying in Waterbury to play uh, Waterbury Career Academy, who's three and one, coming off a loss to Holy Cross. Crosby's look good. I I like what's coming out of that program. They look good. They're winning games. Um, I spoke to one of their assistant coaches at the beginning of the season, and he was all about the team. He's like Pete. We're going to surprise a lot of people. We're going to surprise a lot of people. Like, keep your eye on us. And I have, and I've been really impressed with what we're seeing. That, With that all said, I am going to go in Crosby. I'm going with Crosby in this game. I I, I just got a feel. I just got a feel. Yeah, well, they have uh, Coach Mike Scott's brothers, Mikhail and Michael, right? Basically, yep. they two guys. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, you know, Phoebus is obviously pretty good at quarterback. He was a... Uh, wasn't he like an athlete of the week nominee or something like that for us? Or he was up there. Yeah, no, yeah, he was maybe up he there. was. He was up there. We, we maybe we listed on some list. They were giving us a shout out about. I did. I have not seen them yet, but I hear good things. I also I did see Waterbury Career Academy. Let me tell you something, man. Those linemen are big. They got some dudes there at WCA. That said, uh, I'm gonna go. I I'd like. To, I'm gonna go with Crosby myself. I think uh, you know. Maybe just a little bit uh, more seasoned right now. Waterbury Career Academy, although they got a little hot, hot start, I think that they're, uh, you know, they're still a really young team. And, uh, you know, I think they had a few injuries in that Holy Cross game that kind of beat them up a little bit. But uh, I'm going to go with Crosby. All right. All right. We got three more um, before the big – we got two more before the big one. But we got – and the next one we have a CCC matchup. We got Avon, two and two. Avon a playoff team last year. Uh, two and two. Heading down to Falcon Field to play the two and two Platt Panthers. Platt getting kind of back into the win circle. Um, they did not. They, I mean, they had a pretty hard schedule to start the year, including a game. You know, they played, I believe, North, uh, North Haven. Uh, they opened with Berlin. You know, their two losses. I'm sorry, are to Berlin and North Haven. Yeah. Two really good teams with wins over Bristol Eastern and Plainville. And then you got Avon, lost to Bloomfield, lost to Farmington, uh, and then beat Stratford and Bristol Eastern. So, Brist- uh, Avon comes in on a two-game win streak. Platt has gone every other. Um, I am intrigued because Platt only beat Bristol Eastern by seven. 
Avon beat Bristol Eastern by like more than two scores, 28, 24 to 8, 16. I can't do math. Um, Sean, who do you like in this one? Do you like Avon? Do you like Platt? I, Platt's healthy now. Yeah. They got their guys Listen, back. Platt, yeah, if Platt's got a little health going because they, they did okay against Berlin, which turned out to be a pretty good team. You know, and I, you know, I, that comeback last week against uh, Bloomfield was, was good. Um, and Far- you know, Farmington uh, just got run over uh, last week. That doesn't really bode well. And Avon lost from 30 to 8. And, you know, Max Nile from Ram ran him over. You know, I don't know if Platt has a guy from Ram on it, uh, like a guy like that, but I know they got some guys. I'm going to go with Team Bruin. Yeah, I think the Panthers are trying to are starting to hit their stride. Their schedule kind of opens up for them. Um, you know, they got Avon, they got Rocky Hill, Farmington, Ram, and then they got Bloomfield and Maloney. So, you know, I, Platt's going to – I think they're going to go on a little bit of a win streak here going into that Bloomfield game. Um, and then they got, obviously, Maloney on Thanksgiving. Just keep an eye on Platt potentially as they might be able to sneak into that playoff uh, division uh there all right I, and i'm going with flat as well if i okay. did not say that all right that second the last game we got manchester two and two going to middletown uh middletown has played in some good games this year they have won two and they've been on the losing end of two uh, but i mean they've been in these games they were in the windsor game last week that you went and saw uh they played a really good new britain team to open up the season you know, I, I like Middletown. I think, you know, Rozick is doing a good job there, taking over for Sal Morello, who created or helped, you know, move the program up. I believe Josh's dad was one of the uh, the coaches before who did a great job, legendary yeah. coach there. So I think Josh is doing a great job in moving this, this program along. I think this is a perfect opportunity for them to get into the win column, get to three and two. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Blue Dragons. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Blue Dragons too. Uh, this is a young team uh, that's you know, its greater days are uh, ahead of it. You know, Skain is their quarterback, and uh, you know I saw him make some pretty good throws last week against Windsor Windsor in a losing cause. Um, he certainly uh, helped them get in that be in that game. Um, but uh, you know he's still learning. He started last year. He's still learning. Uh, there are some. There are a bunch of uh, older players here too, but. Yeah, I feel like uh, Middletown's greater days are ahead of it, but they're not bad right now. They certainly uh, went toe to toe with uh, with a Windsor with a pretty good Windsor team. So I'm gonna go with the Dragons. All right, we're in agreement there. Now we got the big one, at least what I think is game of the week. It's on Thursday night at Municipal Stadium. The four and zero Nogatuck Greyhounds, led by Chris Anderson, who's the guest on the Meat Grinder podcast this week. So if you haven't listened, go check and listen. that out. Check that out. Great interview with Coach Anderson, and they're playing. Uh, 4-0 Holy Cross, the Crusaders. I mean, again, I said this. I think it's the biggest game of the week. You know, Michael Dietabaum versus Tom Legey, two bruising running backs who I think enjoy running through people yeah. around them. I mean, oh, yeah. these guys fight. They were two of the best players. You could argue they were the two best players in the NVL last year. Yeah. Um, and here they are, senior year battle. This is a huge game for Holy Cross. They have Ansonia the next week. So, you know, if they lose this one, you're going into Ansonia with the potential to lose two games in a row. Mm. That's tough. Both of these teams have played Seymour and Kennedy. Naugatuck has has won both games comfortably. Holy Cross had a fight and come back against Seymour uh, on the back and the legs of Ligi. 
Um, I don't put too much into that. You know, I think Legi's a stud. Um, Tron, who do you got in this? Naugatuck or Holy Cross? Yeah, Holy Cross has got some big dudes, man. And, uh, you know, it's the second season here with Drew Cowett, uh, Jimmy's kid. Um, the old Avon coach. We love him, Jimmy. Shout out. Of course, you got Eric Barbarito, the former Hill House coach on the side, on the sidelines there with coach Mike Giapramuzzi. I always stumble over his name, but uh, really well-coached team. Uh, obviously, they got some, uh, yeah, it's like an all-star cast there. Uh, you know, Kyle has been playing pretty well. You know, they tried to take Lee away at WCA, and they got some big boys up front um, that they were trying to do that. But, uh, you know, Holy Cross found other weapons. But that said, uh, I like Noggy here. Um, I just think Noggy is the, still the best team in the NVL right now. Well, <laughs> I know Ansonia's got something to say about that, but Ansonia gave us a little scare last week, uh, so maybe Noggy's kind of got the inside track to that now. We'll find out, certainly, at some point. This is a big game, though. I hope everybody comes out to it. Wait, I'm going to go with Greyhound. Uh, I like them in this spot. Uh, Anderson and the guys move onward. Yeah, I think this game's going to be closer than you know a lot of people think it will be. I think a lot of people think that Naugatuck's just going to run through them. Uh, I don't believe that'll be the case. That said, I do think Naugatuck will win this game. Um, I think it's awesome. I think it's a great early, not early season, but a great mid-season matchup in the NVL. Um, you know, I think we're all just looking at Naugatuck and Ansonia on Thanksgiving and saying what's going to happen. I mean, that's, I think we both, I think everyone expects Naugatuck and Ansonia to be 9-0 heading into Thanksgiving. And uh, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with Naugatuck as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I expect, I mean, Holy Grass has got some, like you said, that's Ansonia, Crosby, Woodland, Torrington, Wilkin. And, uh, you know, I, I expect even if they come away, a win here basically puts them in flat ass, let's be honest. Um, but I, I expect them to win the majority of the rest of these games. Ansonia's going to be tough, but I expect to see the Crusaders in the playoffs as well. Yes, me too. I, I think this is a, definitely a playoff team. They went to the playoffs last year. So, all right, that will do it for this week of the Game Time CT staff pick'ems. Um, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully I go 10 and no, but, uh, who knows? So Sean, for Sean, I'm Pete Paguaga. We will see you out on the field this week. Later. Peace.